We're here for another week of the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. My name's Alon. And my name's Ara. Over and there? I'm Tony once again. Yeah, that's, that's Tony. Can we hear you this time? Uh, I'll try to speak in a, at a reason, reasonable volume. You were telling us that you were way too loud in previous episodes. Yeah, I, I did listen egoically to the last episode, and I figured I was way too loud. So I'll try this time to be not as loud. And hopefully okay. loud enough. Hopefully it's perfect. <clears throat> now, I've been playing. I've been playing a game. I want to say I've been playing g- several games. By the way, did you know PlayStation Plus, like uh, Double Dragon Neon or whatever the stupid name is? What about it? It's it's free now. It's free. Yeah. For PlayStation Plus. For PlayStation right? Plus. I haven't actually played it. Yeah. But well, even if I had it. Um, I wouldn't feel like my life has been enriched by this news. So I feel like I have continue. to give it a try because it's a game that is just basically making fun of itself, right? That's sort of the point. Um, okay. Making sure. fun of the Double Dragon franchise. Anyway, um, I have not been playing that, but I saw that when I went in to go PlayStation, play PlayStation Home that we talked about last week. But what I did finally finish was like a week-long game of Civ Five. It's my first like real bona fide game of Civ 5 that I got to play start to finish. Quick question about Civ 5. Yeah. How bloodshot were your eyes when you finished playing? Well, Did I broke you burst any vessels. No. But like I didn't I didn't play for a day straight. I would play for many many hours one day and then many many hours another day. Hmm. Basically over the weekend when I had nothing else to do and my wife is working on papers and stuff. What was your uh, favorite civilization? Uh well, the favorite one is the one that I played, which was Rome. Rome. You would right. pick Rome. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, took me over 28 hours to finish a game of Civ Five. And Did you uh, unlock the secret uh, Roman bath orgy? No. No, I don't know that that, <laughs> well, I don't know that was one of the world wonders. <laughs> sir, you haven't played long enough. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, 28 hours yielded a completed game. I won a cultural victory. And um, it's a complex game. Did you murder Julius Caesar? Before the court? No. Oh. No. Bummer. I don't think that's that's simulated within the game. But uh but much longer than Civ Rev. I um I've played a lot of Civilization Revolution and that only takes about eight hours a game, give or take. So what's your rating? One to ten? Um I don't I don't know that I can rate it. It's tough it's tough to play I think see here's the thing about consoles and why I prefer console games in general to PC. We've we've definitely covered this before, but the experience is pretty much universal, right? Like, you're playing it on the Xbox 360. The experience you have is the same as anybody else playing that game. Um, and for the most part, it's going to be identical to the PS3 version as well. But then you go playing a game on a computer, and in my case, on a Mac, and the experience is just different depending on the power of your machine and the graphics processor in your machine and all that jazz. And towards the end of the game, when there's so much going on in the world, it can take, like, almost a minute for the computer to sift through the turns of all of the the non-human players. And so that's aggravating. Not to mention the, the graphical stutter that happens just because there's so much on the screen. It's, uh, I mean, you're talking about, like, one frame a second <laughs> or two frames a second or something. It's, it's pretty crazy. And I've right. got my graphics turned pretty low. So... Not only that, in on the MacBooks, um, I'm, I'm, my uh, video card is just the HD 4000, the standard for the you know the Ivy Bridge MacBooks that that don't have the uh, the extra video card like the 15 incher, and it's not officially supported by the game, and so there's this graphics bug when whenever you meet any of the other. Um, leaders there's like looks like there's little bugs crawling over them little black spots where polygons meet and stuff it's crazy um and also you can't turn any graphics values up past medium it's just not an option and uh that's just weird point is the experience is different and you just have to accept it right but if that were happening on a console or something i would just laugh them away like who would release this game with such junk right but on the Mac, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, I don't have a power, powerful enough machine. But that's annoying because I'm playing it two years after it released with a more powerful than machine, machine than they expected me to be running when they made the game. And uh, still doesn't run well enough. So right. that's annoying. But quality of the game itself, eh, it's pretty good. 
pretty, pretty good. good. I'm, I like it. I That's like what it. people said about crack the first time. They tried <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, pretty good. Anyway, have have you been playing anything at all? Sir, I've been too busy to play anything. Okay, you, you, have, you may notice. That my voice is much lower than before. Yeah, I may have something to do with that, you think? No, I'm, I've just decided that uh, my, my voice has dropped an octave um, thanks to um, just all the numerous women that I've been talking to constantly. Does that? Oh, just because you've been talking so much? It's, yeah, you talk so much, my voice has no choice but to become increasingly sexy over time. I bet, I bet that's true. Um, you know, and there's the part where, like, you were sick, and then I got a sore throat, and then I got sick, and I'm blaming it on you, even though you don't want to take the blame. Yeah, listen, I, I'm happy to take the blame if we knew it was the case, but you and I were also together in, like, a dirty bar the same night that I got the sickness. So I don't know that I would blame it on me. But if you want to, that's fine. I, I will accept that. <clears throat> but I'm just getting over it, which is awesome. Uh, anyway, I was going to say that I wish I had been playing Dishonored because that's a game I really want to play and just came out this week. Have you even heard of this game, Tony? Yeah, I've read the reviews. It looks really interesting. Uh, it looks like you have a lot of choice in the ways you get to brutally murder people. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. It's it's by the people who make all the games you love, right? Is that so? Isn't it? Do you have it pulled up there on the computer? Yes, I do. Let's see here. Well, it's not up yet. Isn't it by those those people who make like the Skyrims and all that stuff? Eight point five. The scrolls on Gamespot. Let's see. Um, I. Oh, not, never I'm mind. Not, That's Tekken Tag. Don't put me on the spot here. You're not my I think, dad. Wrong review. Pull, pull it up, Tony. Okay. I think it's. I'm bad at this game, but I, I think it's made by the people who make Ara's Ara's favorite scrolling games. Elder, I don't Elder think scrolls. it was that team. I think that it was, if anything, it was published by the same publisher. Oh. Either way, good game, at least based on what I played at E3. And so I would like to play that, but I'm too lazy to go up and actually buy it. But one of these days, maybe when they have like the Game of the Year edition, that's how I do it these days. Now I just wait until Game of the Year edition is available and buy that one because it comes with all the crap, that uh, all the DLC and stuff that I would wish that I would buy, but like I'm too cheap to buy. So then you get it for like half price with all that stuff if you just wait a little while. And I still haven't found out who made it yet. That's all right. You could do that over break. Right. Too. Well, why don't we move on to talking about stuff that we actually know about? Do you want me to read, uh, read emails or move on to one of those? Emails? It's a fantastic time to read emails. Okay. So for those who don't know, we have a website, chatterboxgameshow.com. And from there, you can find our, uh, our email address or you can write to us right from, from the site itself. Uh, Carrie, who we have mentioned on the show before from uh, friend Vancouver writes and says, hello, Alon. I wanted in to write, or excuse me. I wanted to write in and say that I particularly enjoyed episode 454 titled the dating game. That was last week's episode. I thought you might be concerned that the subject matter was off topic and perhaps not what the audience is looking for, but I enjoyed it. And you made a good point of acknowledging why it was relevant. And uh, then it goes on to say that he listens multiple times because he's awesome and we're awesome. And he wants to hear the occasional story about us. And uh, also, about Tony and Ara's exploits. So now might be a good time if there are more exploits to discuss. Yes. Oh my God. So, so I do have an update, right? So, um, so many exploits. Yeah, so it's, it's funny, actually, because um, we also got, we got another letter that was kind of asking about, it was kind of short, it was from one of our listeners, it was like, you know, he wanted the details, like, did you get any phone numbers did you get this did you get that did you get to get any dates etc 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 right um so i've made several epiphanies personal epiphanies over the last week as well as over the previous week and and one of them is that getting phone numbers ain't shit <laughs> that's true it's, it's really just it's the groundwork yeah uh it, it's kind of funny because you know, I, I suppose people who haven't done, you know, the practice of approaching a lot of women and, and making conversation with them and trying to pick them up, trying to pick them up. They don't they 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 seem like they seem to think, OK, like getting the numbers like the end. Right. But getting the numbers like the beginning. Well, I think it's because at first you have this this hurdle that you have to overcome and the number is sort of. 
the end of that initial hurdle. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really like it's really like climbing a mountain, and I, the reason why I say that is because you you don't you know like Tony Tony would say like you know you don't know what you don't know right, and so you don't know what it's like because you don't know it right, and I mean it sounds stupid, but it's totally true. And so once you once you like overcome certain hurdles, you only realize that like new hurdles have made themselves apparent to you. And so, you know, for a lot of people, like getting a phone number is like a big deal. You know, I remember I, was, I talked to like one of my coworkers a while ago and she's like, oh, you know, my cousin visited and he got like three phone numbers in one night. And like, I don't know, I think she was kind of like jealous or something. But the thing is, is that like. There's a difference between just getting a phone. Like anybody can get a phone number. It's actually so easy to get a phone number. Uh, the hard part is attracting somebody to you who actually wants to see you, right? So we, the long and the short of it is that we got lots and lots of phone numbers. Um, I'm getting a much better sense of when I think a phone number is going to be effective in terms of like, okay, like I got the phone number and I, you know, I know that she actually wants to talk to me versus you get the phone number and, you know, girls have all kinds of reasons for giving you phone numbers. And many of them are not, uh, I want to see you. You know, many of them are, for example, I want you to go away. And so I will give you, <laughs> I will give you a phone number. And it sounds kind of counterintuitive at first, but you know, these are the things that I'm learning. And well, are you, you know, even though you're having these difficulties in the beginning, like you saw me, we have a break. No, keep. Okay. I'm just saying we have very little time. Okay, even though you you saw me get a phone number from a from a cute little blonde girl the other day, and that seemed to go really really well, but yet she never replied to my text, and I've been doing this for six years. So, and at the same time, I've made out with girls I met in thirty seconds. It's really hard to tell who's going to be into you. You're the master, Tony. We'll be right back. Chatterboxers, how much do you love Amazon.com? Since you're like me, the answer is a lot. And since you love Chatterbox almost as much, here's what I want you to do. Next time you get a new game, a pair of socks, downloadable MP3, anything really, go to helpchatterbox.com. It takes you to Amazon, but when you buy something, we get a piece of the action. That's good for us, and Amazon feels good because you didn't buy it from GameStop. Helpchatterbox.com. Remember it. Bookmark it. Tattoo it backwards on your forehead. And yes, all I'm asking you to do is buy stuff you are already going to buy. Just do it at helpchatterbox.com. All right, we're back. It's Chatterbox Video Game Radio. The excitement is up a notch. As okay. I mentioned to you, UAT.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology. Have you been able to see it while you've been here, by the way, Tony? Yes. It's, it's amazing. I don't believe you. I'm totally lying. Yeah. Well, we should bring you down there. It's not a bad place. because I was smiling. If Let I, me tell you, lots of potential clients at UAT. Actually, yeah, let's go there tomorrow. I'm going to go there tomorrow. We're gonna, lots. I'm going to find a new girlfriend tomorrow at the college nope. campus. Nope, probably not. <laughs> Let's just be real about that. We, we are actually we are going to ASU tomorrow, though. Now that—that's a different story. Yes. <laughs> and um, and 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 I guess one of our goals is going to be um, get kicked out of campus. <laughs> no, no. There's a there's a, a TV show called Simple Pickup, and it's on YouTube, and they have a channel called Simple Pickup. And these guys are young guys. They're nerds. They 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 like video games and stuff but they also make these videos about picking up girls and they usually film it on college campuses because there's lots of pretty women on college campuses and they actually got banned from a bunch because their youtube videos went viral and uh the campuses heard out heard about this and so that's kind of a funny phenomenon but we're going down there for other reasons and hopefully to talk to women while we're there to not get kicked out we won't get kicked out because the thing is, is that the women usually enjoy the attention, and, and you know I don't suck at this anymore. Ara is getting a lot better. Ara, your biggest epiphany about the game was that you said to me the other day, you know what, Tony, I'm not nervous anymore. You said something along those lines, and and I was like, yes, now we can start the work. Yeah. So 
I, I really, really, truly feel like it was actually like Saturday night, right? And it was because there, we were out in Scottsdale Saturday night. Uh, we went to several clubs. There was one of them where it was kind of like near the end of the night, right? Um, and so, I mean, I had been approaching all night long. You know, I got one number. Like I said, I don't think it was a solid one, right? Um, at, at another point at the night, I actually, this was hilarious. The, there was some girl there, right? And she was giving me some serious eye contact, right? So, you know, I didn't get a makeout from her. I didn't get a kiss from her, right? But, like, we got, like, pretty physical, like, right away. And the hilarious thing was was that like her her boyfriend or it was something like that was there, and I was completely oblivious to it. You didn't even know. No, that's that's the beauty of these things is that I mean, there's nothing. It's like it's not like she didn't want to, right? She wanted to. It's it's like it's like it's like what's seduction, right? Like seduction isn't getting somebody to do what they don't want to do. Like this is the big like mis- misconception about seduction. Seduction is just about basically convincing somebody to do what they've wanted to do all along, but they're just, they've just been secretive about it or they don't want to, you know, they don't want the whole world to know, you know, it's, it's basically, I mean, you know, like those inner desires that you have from day to day where you're like, I wish we we don't talk about those, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I mean like guys and girls, they're the same. Like we're really all the same. Girls have the same kind of thoughts that we do. You know, you see a pretty girl, you're like, yes, I'd like to have that girl for whatever, um, amount of time amount of time for for, for completely <laughs> okay minutes. but whatever right it's like girls girls think that like why can't girls think that you know they're just as deserving to have those thoughts as we are um and so seduction is all about you know con- convincing them that like it's okay to act upon their desires and 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 let them know they're not going to be judged by all their friends that are looking at them and judging them yeah exactly <laughs> So, yeah, so no, that's that's not happening. Pay no attention. So anyway, the the moment though that I decided that um, I've just completely eradicated like any like inkling of fear whatsoever in approaching is because like there was just one, there was one girl there that was like I saw her and like I just like I followed her like through the club because I was like once I saw her I was like, um, yes, you know like this is like like I have to meet her I have to at least try with her right. Just to see what'll happen, and and the really the thing that that motivates me is that you know because it's actually been a relatively stressful two weeks, and I've, I've said that last episode too. But the thing that keeps motivating me is that unexpected things happen, and unexpected good things happen. Um, there was actually another time this week. Um, Tony sent me on a mission solo, right? I ended up talking to this girl who was like, I did, I mean, when she was there, right? Like, let's be clear, you know. The intent isn't to become a home wrecker, okay, or to like practice home wrecking or to get good at home wrecking. It's nothing like that, right? So I see this girl. Uh, this was in Tempe. This was at the handlebar. I see this girl. She's sitting by herself, right? So I'm like, okay, like perfect opportunity to talk to her, see what she's like, see if I see if I like her, see if she likes me, right? That's all this is. And so I talked to her for a while. And the funny thing is, is that like I thought I thought she was alone. And, and being oblivious has its advantages. I'm, I'm finding more and more advantages to being more and more oblivious. That's surprising to me. Isn't I, it? I like to be aware. Isn't it? it, it this, it's, it's interesting how that works. Um, apparently, it turned out that like she was with some guy, right? Because as, two minutes after I started talking to her, like we were actually we gained rapport rather quickly. Um, we were having a really interesting conversation, and then somebody comes and sits down this drink next to her, right? Well, later I figure out that like the date that she had come with had like gone to get her a drink and while she was away you know i swooped in and you know oblivious aura and i don't have any i mean i'm not saying this like i should apologize for there's nothing to apologize for you know there's nothing wrong with talking to people um so he comes since next to me and i introduce myself right and and you know he's cool i'm cool and like he never said anything like oh you're you're talking to my girl or, you know, I'm going to crush your head or, like, anything like that, right? <laughs> I'm going to crush your head. So, so it was, like, it was totally fine, right? And, like, one thing I've learned is that, like, when you take action, like, other people kind of tend to, like, turn into spectator mode. And it's just – it's still, like – it's still mind-blowing how that happens. So I just said – I said hi to him. You know, I met him. I didn't – you know, he didn't seem to really, like, start talking, whatever. So I just started talking to her again, right? And he sat there for a while, like, next to me. She's on the other side of this bench. And – uh 
And then so he pick, goes up and leaves. I talked to her for like 10 more minutes, right? Just around the time when I'm thinking like, okay, like now it's time to close her, right? Like we've gained good rapport. I think she likes me. I like her. You know, I'd like to see her again. I'd like to see what can develop from this. Um, so the guy comes back and he like says something to her ear, right? And then, um, and then she says to me, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm married. I have to go. And the That's hilarious funny. thing is I really didn't think she was married. She didn't have a ring. She even told me about how like she came over from Germany to follow this guy and it didn't work out for him, right? So I think what had happened is that like she was like they they were just like between the two of them, like they couldn't figure out how socially to basically tell me to fuck off. And so he probably whispered in his ear like, "Hey, just just tell her you're married and then we can go," you know. <laughs> And so that was pretty amusing, you know, but it was like, there's nothing like, I don't regret this at all. You know, it's nothing to regret. It's nothing to apologize for. It's, uh, it still sounds like it would have been fun to watch. And it was fun. It was fun out of everything else. It was, it was fun. I mean, Tony, you said yourself, right? Like the first time you started um, practicing this stuff, it took you what, like three months? It took me three months to, um, when I was serious about it, to, to get my first girl to come home from a party to come home with me from a party but that was going out like five nights a week and practicing yeah so it's a long hard lonely road right but i'm not in it just to like pull girls right for me it's more of a self-development thing i mean i am in it for that okay (laughs) but that's not that's not the sole goal right because if you if that's the only goal then this thing like many other endeavors will just chew you up and crush you because it's it's such a challenging road like you have to I mean Tony said that to me and I'm only now like beginning to emotionally appreciate what this means right because you can understand something on an intellectual level and not have an emotional appreciation like I'm finally gaining an emotional appreciation for what it means that you have to love to do it like you have to like doing it it has to be fun you have to make it fun if you don't you will just never be able to do it in other words you have to make it more like an actual game well, it just that's why it's I called mean, the game. Yeah, you do, but even like, you know, video games a lot of times aren't fun. Like it has to be pleasant. Like you have to get more out of it than you give up. Right? And one other thing that happened that was that was really fascinating, um one other quick story I want to tell you guys about. Uh, Saturday night, right? So, um So we're at this other bar, we're outside. Um I think it was like the Dollhouse or something in Scottsdale. And there's you know, I, I, there's two people that are already talking, right? And I overhear them saying something Ar- like Armenian, right? So I'm Armenian, right? So I just butt in. And I'm just like, hey, excuse me, guys. Like, you know, I couldn't help but overhear. Did somebody say Armenian, right? And uh, anyway, like there's this guy who was like Moroccan and this girl who like looked kind of Middle Eastern too. And I don't know why they were talking about Armenians, but um, I just started talking with them. And it was really interesting because this girl there suddenly became really interested in me, started asking me all these questions. The guy's like, she's my girlfriend, okay? And then I'm like, oh, you guys look like a great couple, you know? And he would, they were kind of like physical with each other, but just from, just from like reading his body language and her body language, it actually became apparent to me over the course of a few minutes that uh, no, actually, that's not... His girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> that's that's just one of the many lines guys will say when they see you as like a threat, and they just want to weed out the losers, right? Like they'll go, "Oh, this is my girlfriend," but you know, just hold your ground and be like, "Oh, oh, that's interesting. Like, good for you guys. Like, do you make out often? When's the last time you made out? If you want to be a dick, you can you can say something like, "Yeah, that. yeah." So the hilarious thing is, like, I just responded to it with positivity, and it just diffused the whole thing. And it's funny because, like, moment later, like he tried to like you know like work some other girl. You know, like yeah. a couple of feet away, you know, and then actually like in, in the whole morass, like uh, I wanted to talk to that girl again, but she she had disappeared after that. Just don't basically, assume, you know, don't don't ever assume that just because a girl is with some guy that that's her boyfriend. Right. Quite often it's the coworker. It's the cousin. And you just have to go for it and go play the game because if you don't play the game, you won't learn. You won't find out what's going to More importantly, happen. when they say it's the boyfriend, don't even believe them. Well, so far <laughs> – Two out of two assertions that uh, this girl is my girlfriend have been untrue. So, well, it's have you have you heard the we're lesbians yet? When two girl when you go and you talk to two girls and they go, oh, we're lesbians. My favorite thing to do is I go, oh, really? Lift your lift your arm up, and then I and then I tickle their armpit, and I go, there's no hair here. 
you're not a lesbian. That usually makes them laugh, and that'll blow that right out of the water. Not all lesbians have hairy pits. Just the ones you've met. <laughs> we'll be right back. Alright, so we're done with the first half of the show, which has uh, become apparently the requisite pickup part of the show, and uh, and now we can we can talk more about games. Is that right? Fair enough. Okay, so you have a bunch of things that looked at interesting. Actually, I read a little bit before the show, so we can go straight into that. There's been a little bit of crazy news this week. So did you hear? Did you hear about the um, this origin debacle? You know what happened was I saw someone post on Facebook, um, someone that. That I know, well, you know, everybody knows TJ, listening to the show. So TJ posted on Facebook yesterday how he got like $400 worth of Origin games for nothing. And I had no idea. I thought like someone gave him a code or he met somebody there or whatever. I had not heard of this, this Origin thing, the story, so to speak. Yeah. So let me break it down really quick. So apparently EA is like Origin Systems offering users to take a survey and get a coupon for $20 off, right? So... Wasn't it just for any game that was $20 or less? Or more. Oh, so it was just a $20 off coupon right. up, up to full price. Okay. Right. <laughs> so what happened was some people noticed that uh, this code, um, yeah, it's not a $20 off code. It's uh, you can buy any game for free code. And not only that, um, every single person who took that survey got the exact same code. And not only that, but you can use the code repeatedly to get an arbitrary number of games downloaded for free. Right? So, I mean, there was like 30-odd games on there that you could get, if not more. Um, So here's the kicker, okay? So obviously, once people found out about this, right? Rampant internet viral time right everybody finds out about it everybody downloads as many things and then ea finds out and they're like oh shit this is really bad what they did initially as a response was they they deactivated the code but they left the survey up so for a short period of time actually what happened was people who got that offer and legitimately um took the survey right actually got nothing yeah, which was uh, that, that was actually I think probably the biggest flub on EA's part because EA was very very cool about the whole thing. They were like, "Hey, if you got your free games with this download, keep it. You know, it was our mistake. You keep the products." So that was super duper cool. Um, but then this other thing was not so cool because people were taking the survey and not getting the twenty dollars off that the survey promised. Yeah, but they'll send a code later. They just didn't get it right away. Right, so so now again, like EA EA has has announced that like look, like we'll we'll actually everybody who takes the survey will get the twenty dollar off code. You just have to like wait a few days, and we'll honor it. So all in all, it's actually very very, um, you know, this is very goodwill gesture on EA's part. It's just funny that it broke people, down like that. People get a bunch of free games. But I, here's the thing: like I work for a company that puts out discounts every once in a while, and. Like, we understand how they'll be used. And I think the the people who make these codes don't necessarily think of the level of abuses that will happen with them. And the Ain't first, that the truth? Yeah. The first thing I think of is like, all right, how is this going to be taken down by the internet? How are we going to be totally screwed by this? That is the absolute first thing that I think of. And, as as um, you should. Yeah. And I'm not sure that everybody does, but but it's important to think that way because... As has been demonstrated, as soon as Reddit finds out, you're uh, you're done for if you're not protected properly. So, so we do have you know measures in there to protect things from happening that you know would be considered abuse. And yeah. I don't know how they could have planned this thing and said we're just going to give these people a code, and it doesn't matter if they share it. Somebody would have, must have been really distracted. They, they must have thought that it's okay if it gets out because who cares if people are using it and buying games for less than. 
I mean, they were still getting some revenue out of it. Yeah, but the thing unless is, unless like, they had games that were less than twenty dollars, it didn't even function as it was designed. It didn't even do the twenty dollars off. It was just straight up free. No, but it was only free for games that were less than twenty bucks. Um, I'll just take your word for that, it. That Rules was are meant to what be I read broken. anyway. So basically, if if the game was twenty dollars or less, you got it for free. And uh, yeah, anyway, that that was fascinating. Anyway, too he, bad I didn't an, take advantage of it. Here's an even more fascinating story. So um, we're not we're not big Call of Duty players, but apparently there's there's this map in Call of Duty that's called Favela. You know what a favela is? Uh, yeah, I that's a Brazilian don't. ghetto. Yes, Tony is correct. A what? City of God, baby. I've seen that movie. A favela is a Brazilian ghetto. It's where all the the poor people and gangs and whatever live in Brazil. And there's like a huge disparity. Is that the right word? No, disparity. Disparity. Sorry, between the rich and the poor in Brazil, and that's where all the poor people live. Okay. Yeah, so basically, um, there's this map called Favela in Modern Warfare 2 and 3, and I'm having actually a hard time, like, really appreciating this. This map has was yanked from um, all online, like, multiplayer play because a lot of Muslim gamers objected to the content in the map. Now, you, the first question you may ask is, what could be so objectionable to Muslims in a multiplayer map? The bigger question is, what would be objectionable that they only found years after it was released? Because so this is in Modern so Warfare that. 2. So there's that, yes. Um, and your first guess would, might be, well, it's got to have something to do with Muhammad. Absolutely correct. Right? That would be my first guess. And you would be correct. It does. Apparently, okay... Um, you know, there's there's a lot of Muslims who live in the favelas, and uh, you know, one of there's there's like there's like a texture, there's like an image texture that has a quote that is known to be attributed to Muhammad that says Allah is beautiful and He loves beauty. Okay, so it's not a picture of Muhammad. Not it's a picture. Not quote, it's not a quote that says it's from Muhammad. It just happens to be noted, like the world knows that this quote is from him. Right. Okay. Um, so here's the kicker. Apparently, because this quote is found like on a bathroom wall, uh, now the Muslims are pissed. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not only that. Like it's a tiny like etching on the frame of a painting, and that painting is in a bathroom, a simulated bathroom where people defecate. Yes. Yeah. And. Um, so what really like I'm I'm kind of incensed by this whole thing because you know basically because they got complaints from from Muslim gamers or whoever right it doesn't even matter who complained about it because they got a certain volume of complaints about it um they've actually pulled all of those you can't play those maps anymore they're planning on actually removing the texture uh later on and once they do that then you could you can play the map online again uh, and they're, they actually, like, issue an apology. You know, they're like, oh, we apologize to anybody who found this image offensive. Please be assured we were unaware of this issue and there's no intent to offend. Like, no shit there wasn't any intent to offend. This is, this is really – I'm really incensed because this is so far from anything that can be offensive. And I've said in the past, right, you can't – you don't have a right to not be offended. Even if you're a Muslim. Yeah, you can still run over hookers anytime you pop in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I'm curious if this was kind of like I mean, they a joke on behalf of one of the artist developer guys. It's like, not hey, even a joke. It's not even that interesting. It's just a quote about Allah somewhere in a bathroom. Like humans go to bathrooms, you know. Like, like, look, okay. Like, I'll I'll complain about, for example, how um, girls a lot of times, uh, the most neurotic ones, like they will. They will think about the most possible neurotic implement, uh, interpretation of any kind of situation, right? Well, and, men do that too. So You know what? Yeah, he's right. Sometimes men do it too, right? But it really pisses me off when girls do it because it's like, you know, any kind of situation. Like you can take it five different ways. And it's he's like, talking about his ex-girlfriend, by the way. <laughs> why choose the most neurotic <laughs> outcome? Why choose that one out of all the things to think about? Well, because that's the most obvious one. Duh. Yeah, I guess I guess if you're neurotic, right? And it's like just because it's in a bathroom, like it's an insult. But if it's not in a bathroom, it wasn't an insult. And like why would you assume that the whole point to put that quote in there 
would be to like associate it with like death. Again. It has something yeah. to do with the worldwide riots over that last Muslim yeah. insult. There's, there's a timing sensitivity with yeah. the whole Benghazi thing, but um, also I I am not an expert in Islam by any means, but I'm pretty sure they have general rules about um, bathrooms, specifically bathrooms. Like you you don't put the well they they may the Quran have, or whatever why, in bathrooms. Why like that. impose that culture? on the world at large and then why why activision would take that one particular culture who's imposing their values well, isn't it obvious i guess it's not I mean, obvious. no this it, is here's what's obvious about it call of duty is bigger than allah yeah well that's one thing <laughs> um but that, i mean this is just a bigger question about islam and how at least the radical ones try to um, I'm not. I'm and, not. And also I'm not the so, not radical. I'm not so annoyed that the that, that that Muslims may be pissed. Hey, you know what? If you're Muslim, if you're French, whatever, you have a right to be pissed at anything you want. That's your God-given right. What I'm pissed about is how Activision just rolls over and just says like, "Oh, it's offensive. Someone got offended somewhere." So, oh, dude, Islam is the new black. Don't you know that? It's it's just it's really irritating. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, so if they put the N word on something in a wall, they'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm me, so sorry. We didn't notice that. We will take that down." If 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 game if game publishers are going to acquiesce to this kind of bullying, then they're going to acquiesce to all kinds of ridiculous things. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly within their right. Look, Activision can do whatever they want, too. You know, they're their own entity. The last thing they need is a bomb going off in their own offices because they didn't treat it. I just I just think, like, you can't, like, I, you can't treat the entire world with such kid gloves, you know? I mean... Activision, grow a pair. I'm with you. And by the way, I would point out that for years, I had one of those special commemorative plates, a presidential plate, um, with George W. Bush hanging directly above my, my toilet. There you go. Do you awesome. remember that? Did you ever visit that no, house? No, I haven't had that place. Yeah, I have a commemorative George W. Bush is plate. There, is there a lever to like to like dip it into the toilet no, and then like retract no, but, it at but we did, points in time? I can't remember how we got it, but um, my ex-girlfriend and I somehow acquired this plate. I don't know if it was a gag gift or what, but we acquired the plate and we thought we should hang it up. But the only appropriate place to hang it would be directly above the toilet. And so I took pleasure in peeing and pooping. Every time I knew that George Bush was right there looking at me. He well, for, for your safety, I'm very happy that you chose George W. Bush and not a uh, figure of Islam. Yeah, well, you know, that would be different. Luckily, it wasn't Obama because then people would get upset. There's a figure of Islam. Yeah. Above my toilet. Arcane Studios. Arcane Studios. Yes. Speaking they, of publishers, by, yeah. Bethesda, Bethesda Software. And here's yeah. what's yeah. interesting about this because when I tried the demo... Or I watched the videos. I thought, this is just like Bioshock. Well, it turns out Arcane worked on Bioshock. Oh, fancy that. All right, we'll be right back. Are you going to find a Master of Science program in technology that creates thinkers who understand how business works and how to apply the technology? Where else are you going to discover a graduate degree in technology that is customized to meet your objectives? Where else in the Valley, on campus or online, can you study at the only private university that gives you the opportunity to focus in specialized areas like network security, artificial life programming, and game studies, as well as technology management? Where else? Where else but the University of Advancing Technology? UAT's graduate technology program is accelerated. It combines business with technology. It offers the flexibility to adapt quickly to changes that come in high-tech fields. Feed your brain. Lead. Manage. You won't find this innovative environment anywhere else. UAT, the select private university where you'll be fully immersed in technology. The experience is unrivaled. Click UAT.edu. That's UAT.edu. And you're back. You're still listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. I think I think my sexy voice can hold out for another segment. Chatterbox. Yeah. 
Me, me too. By the way, I don't know if you notice it because yours is so messed up. But I yeah. have the same, not not quite the same hey, degree. Hey, speak for yourself. I consider this an improvement. I am healthy like okay. ox. So uh, once again, I want to remind everyone about our sponsor, University of Advancing Technology, and their website uat.edu. We were just saying before the break that uh, that I was right. It was Bethesda, and Ara was right. It was the publisher, not the developer. Um, See, it's when that's where dishonored. dishonored. Game dishonored. Yeah. By when, the way. So see that's that's what picking up girls is like. It's win win. Yeah, uh, completely. See? Glad you're bringing everybody's it home. life gets improved. That's the whole goal here. So one of these days, someone will will uh, give me a copy of Dishonored. Now you know what happened today. Actually, I mentioned to you earlier that I went to the doctor today because of this whole throat thing that you and I have. And um, my doctor brought in a laptop, which is not uncommon these days. The doctor will bring a laptop into the little room that they're talking to you in, and yeah, then this has happened to me. Record before. whatever it is they're recording. And I thought, wow, what kind of laptop is that? I've never seen that that logo on a laptop before, and that's a very sleek-looking machine. I wouldn't expect my doctor to have a sleek-looking machine. Usually it's these bulky, craptastic Dells or, or HPs. And never in my life did I think I would say this, but I was and kind of still am attracted to the Vizio laptop that she was running in there. Vizio. Like sexually? No. Um... But it was, it was really, really sexy looking. Yeah, Did see, you it was a little it? sexy, wasn't it? It was. Did you touch it? No, I didn't, although oh. she offered to let me hold it. it Did was, you look it, it up heavy? and down with your eyes? I tried, yes. It's, listen, I don't know if the build quality is anything at all to write home about. I don't know if the, the keys feel good, if the mouse works well. Maybe, maybe the performance but sometimes is disappointing. Maybe. Not, not as good as it looks, perhaps. But just before the show, I looked up on, on the website, and it, the marketing on its website makes it sound like a fantastic machine. I'll tell you that much. And it says it has a full IPS display, like 1920. Like, yeah. It's the, I, MacBook, the MacBook Air, is make, is, that's the bar for looks right now. And all these new laptops coming out look like that. But they, they can't play games Yeah, but it's a Vizio. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. matter what's going on. It is a Vizio, and Vizio, I've always said, is the most you buy one of those. It's like craptastic. dating your hot cousin. You know, you think it's okay, but everybody's going to look at you funny. But no, when it comes to their laptops, this is their first venture into laptops. At least the you know this series of them, and I would be willing to give them a shot. Like my wife's like, "What laptop should I get when I replace the one I've got?" Because she doesn't want a Mac, and of course I'm like, "Get a Mac," but. Uh, I would absolutely be willing to at least go test one out. So if anyone has connections with Vizio and wants to get them to send me one, feel free. That would be fine. I would be okay with that. I could use some new diesel jeans while you're at it. Yeah. Listeners. Yeah, anyway. So if you work for Vizio or Diesel, you can uh, check us out and uh, send us That's email. That's a 34 waste. Yeah. Uh, all right, fatty. Let's... <laughs> Keep it to the video games. Um, okay, okay. So, so we've got. I've got something real good here. All right, all right. You guys are gonna love this. All right. So, our next topic is about uh, professional StarCraft. Star, this professional StarCraft two player uh, happens to be nineteen years old, right? And so, apparently, during um, a professional competition, um, he sends some like private messages, right? But because he's like live blogging or whatever. This professional competition, these private messages that he sends to a private friend uh, that uh, comprise a private joke are uh, suddenly public. Were they actually public the whole time, or did did it just get out? Well, he was live. He was like live streaming it, right? Okay. So people could see on his screen what he was doing. Gotcha. And so when you're doing that, even if you send a private message, it's not really so private because you can see the guy's screen, right? So, anyway, um, I don't know what these people were talking about. I don't know how this topic arrived at itself. But he was like, uh, Sam, I uh, F asterisk, 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 the a child yesterday. I F the child yesterday. And, uh, and he's like 14 years old. And then his, the reply to the guy that he was talking to was WTF. He was like, haha, I, I might only be interested in MILFs and kids now. Anyway, okay, so obviously, right, not the coolest thing to say 
Um, but on the other hand, these are just fucking words, okay? And this guy's 19 years old. But on the other hand, again, this is during, like, some kind of professional competition that's being, like, live cast everywhere, right? So, you know, this guy's maybe not this most socially tactical person, okay? But uh, apparently he got in, like, huge, huge trouble with this. Like, a bunch of fans got really, really upset at what he said. Which and I was surprised about, by the way. I was too. I was too. Um, what from their perches on Reddit? Like what? Like the fans got mad. No, here's a question, though. Was he saying I fucked a 14 year old in gaming, or like he had sexual intercourse with a 14 year old, or do we know? Well, I think that the implication was the context was uh, in the real world, not um, like screwing somebody over in a game, right? Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, any, yeah anyway. Yeah. So he's this he's this like professional player and he's part of this um he's part of this group I guess the team called Evil Geniuses, okay? So a lot of people get upset, everyone's really pissed off. How dare you use words? Um let's email Evil Geniuses and complain. And so Evil Geniuses got all these complaints. Um and apparently they're sponsors too. And um so to make a long story short, basically Evil Geniuses uh Issued a punishment for his for their player. Um, they suspended him without pay for, I guess, a month. And uh, they issued an apology. And then they also made... Um, this guy's name is uh, Stefano Satori. Um, they also made him issue an official apology. And so, okay. I mean, this, this whole thing is just kind of weird to me. Like, all right. So he said something that, like, conceptually is obviously really fucked up, you know. But he's 19. And it's just words. Does, I he, mean, does he really deserve to get all of this flack? I could make the same joke, and I'm not 19. Right. And it would still kind of be funny between maybe me and a friend in the right context. Right. Certainly not serious. Uh, but I also would not say that, especially if a lot of people are listening well, or watching. Yeah. You, have, you have tact, but I don't, I don't think that like being tactless is a punishable offense. Oh, man. Again, a do, bigger question. Do you guys? What do you guys think? Uh, when you represent an organization like that and they need to save face? I mean, I, I probably would have just canned the guy. Just be like, all right, you're not on the team anymore, dumbass. I don't need anybody who would make such a stupid decision being a part of my team. <laughs> or seriously. I'd be like, if you made a decision that stupid, you will make other really dumb decisions and I don't need you around. But how mu- what can you expect from a 19-year-old? Do you really expect that level of maturity from a 19-year-old? Yes, I would. You have a lot of expectations. Tony, I'd <laughs> like you to weigh in on this. Oh, when money's at stake, who knows what decisions will be made. I mean, the kid could have been joking around, but I mean... Well, he was surely joking around. I mean, I'm I guess actually he- Googling age of sexual consent... North, uh, South Korea. The age of <laughs> sexual consent in North Korea is 15. What do you think happens if you make a joke about that in North Korea? Yeah, uh, labor camp. <laughs> Let's check South Korea. Hang on. Okay. Um, anyway, people say stupid things. And within private company, when people know who you are and what you're trying to say, that's one thing. But apparently if he's live blogging and people are watching his screen... Yeah, it, uh, dumb yeah, that's move. just dumb. You ever you ever heard of the half plus seven rule? I have heard of the half plus seven yeah. rule. So, so for people who don't know, and I'm just bringing this up as just the interesting fact. She doesn't qualify. I guess uh, I guess not, huh? No. Well, Eighteen, nine. What's nine plus seven? Nine and a half. Is seven. Sixteen and a half. Is his nine plus seven rule? Yeah. Or half plus seven. So, so it's been said um, among puritanical okay. circles that if you're uh, that you you, it's only cool. To basically date somebody who is like within the range of half your age. Okay, plus seven guys, years. the age of consent in Korea is thirteen. So he didn't actually. What it was, it was poor taste, but it's not illegal even if he did. Maybe he was making fun of Korea. Well, is he Maybe. Korean or Japanese? Well, I'm, he's French. Oh, Jesus! Yeah. I'm, Neither. But if he was in Korea, <laughs> sorry. If he was in Korea, it'd be all yeah, invite good. the dating coach onto the video game show, and this is what you get. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't quite understand where you were going with that, except the fact that there's a lot of online gaming that happens in Korea. No, because you said not professional StarCraft, and I assumed he was Korean. That's how terribly How terribly stereotypical of you. Yeah. I thought it was Call of Duty. Um, all right, so sucks for that kid. 
But was it really only a month or was it six months that he got suspended for? Well, this story says it's a month. Okay. That, <laughs> not very long. I would consider that a slap on the wrist or yeah. a slap on the ass, depending on how you can go get a job like the rest of us. He, well, here's the time. thing, though. Like, I, I really don't feel like, 19, like even professionals, I mean, I don't know. I don't think like 19-year-olds should be punished for saying things extempor- ex- extemporaneously. Well, you, you aren't say, running a business where people's where the sponsors get yelled at. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Because all a sponsor needs is one person complaining to you. Let me tell you, by the way, uh, marketing and sponsorship and all of that stuff, squeaky wheel gets the grease, dude. Well, you I think one, this is a perfect example of that. The only reason why this happened was because there's so many wheels squeaking. If you get one or two people complaining, that's enough to, to sway the ship, right? Unless you get other people like defending in the same direction – Definitely, like oh, but, I, don't, but I don't need that controversy. On think about on that me. philosophically, though. Like we're we're a society where things get addressed, not 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 because like of their own like standalone like intrinsic merit, but just by virtue of the fact that people are complaining enough. Yes, like that's the only metric. That's they no no marketing person wants to be the one who didn't act on something that resulted in. You know, a Reddit explosion where you suddenly have nobody buying your stuff anymore, an effective boycott. You don't want to think of who made that call and said, no, I thought it was free speech. He should say what he wants. We're not, not going to try it. This is why nobody should hire me for marketing ever. Well, that's absolutely true. Yeah. So um, we only have about a minute left. I'm going to point out PlayStation All-Stars, the new fighting game. What? Yeah. What is this? You're familiar with this game, right? Not at all. What what's the so Super Smash Brothers? It's the the PlayStation remake of Super Smash Brothers. Basically. Really? Yeah, we've we've talked about this before. This is this is not has not entered my brain. Anyway, before. it's like the big fighting game that's coming out for PlayStation Vita and PlayStation 3 soon, and it goes live for PlayStation Plus members and all Vita users. The um the beta goes live tomorrow. So You think that's going to net a lot of new Vita purchases? Oh, I gotta get a Vita Dude, now. No. God of War versus Parappa the Rappa. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Fat Princess. So anyway, if you uh, if you're into that, you can start playing it tomorrow in beta. At least if you fall into one of those categories, PlayStation Plus member or a Vita user. Um, so I'm excited. I'm kind of excited about that. Like I don't even know if I'm even gonna go play it, but I like the idea that betas are more accessible to people these days. And oh, that just excites me. It's good. Maybe I'll give it a shot. More betas in games, less betas in the real world. That would be nice. Like PlayStation Home, which is still beta after years. Yeah, except for that. I'm still still irked by that. Anyway, um, that's the end of the show. You got something, Tony? No. No. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to go to chatterboxgameshow.com and email us. Good night, guys. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.